Do 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 do. Welcome back to Caught Monologuing. I'm Ryan Kunzer. I'm Errol Koenig. Uh, so this week uh, we had a full episode of news and a bunch of awesome stuff. Um, but as I was editing it, uh, I realized that Shark Boy and Lava Girl was on TV. It's very important. It's one of the most important things that's happened to me all week. Um, <laughs> Uh, probably up there with my grandpa's 87th uh, birthday party, so a big shout-out to my grandpa. But uh, and, and the Celtics winning. And the Celtics winning not only their series against the Bulls, but game one against the Wizards, so take that, Washington. Sorry, um, Mom and Dad. Yeah, that's fine. I'll get over it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so what I wanted to do was I wanted to talk about Shark Boy and Lava Girl, so we're going to add that on to the end of this episode. Um but first, here's some news. We have lots of news for you lined up. I'm Ryan Kunzer. So much news. I'm Errol Koenig. Yes, so much news. Uh, all the news, really. All the news. In this case, we're going to start off with all of the release dates. Yes. Every single one of them. Uh, all, the, all the movies for all time. Yes. Starting all the way back in the early 1900s. <laughs> yes, so the first movie was released... In May of 1892. See, you're not that far off, but it, it was later. Later? Yeah, it was late, a little bit later. De- you're, you're it depends the- on what you define movie to be, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was like in August or something. <laughs> <laughs> also, I I don't know. My, my My professors would not like that I don't know. Yeah, this seems like something you're supposed I, to study. I, I definitely had a class, so we went all over this one about all all of Thomas Edison and his film mm-hmm. creationness. Yeah, I don't know how to describe. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yes, that was around that time. But actually, we are going to kick things off uh, with some X Men release dates, which is very exciting. And by some, we mean like a lot. Uh, and by a lot, we mean three. Very exciting. Three. There's like more than three. I thought there's three. Oh, four. Well, this site has more than I saw. This is very exciting. <laughs> I saw three on my like, but this is much better. So I guess we should start it off. April thirteenth, twenty eighteen. The New Mutants. Yeah. Which I'm very excited for. Uh, new take on the X Men. New squad. We already talked about this a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we did. Um, but I'm excited. April thirteenth. Uh, in a little over a year actually a little under a year because that's how time works um, <laughs> but yeah we were just uh, on point with the whole time thing this you, episode you know what you know I, that's how i do that's how i do <laughs> um yeah so uh april 13 2018 stay tuned yeah next up not long after that yes deadpool 2 coming Woo. june 1st 2018 yes that one looks like as I'm sure we've spit, said many times before, mm-hmm. looks like it'll be great. Yeah, and I, I think I, I think probably the best part about this is that this Deadpool is going to get like a big summer blockbuster release date yeah. versus the Valentine's Day release date it got uh, for the first one, mm-hmm. which is pretty significant. Yeah. Whenever, I mean, whenever a movie gets released in February, that means the studio does not have a lot of faith <laughs> in that movie. I think the fact yeah. that they moved it to June means that they now believe in this franchise and that they're that they're, yeah. that it's a good to go. They, they would be fools not to if it yeah. did that well in February. Yes, very true. So, good job, yeah. Deadpool. Way to finally get your spot in, Woo. in the summer lineup. Um, but moving along, the next X-Men movie, uh, in addition to a new date, also got a new title. Yeah. Um, it has been speculated, but it is mm-hmm. called X-Men Dark Phoenix. Yes. So we will hopefully get a proper Phoenix saga yes. on film. Uh, hopefully this will not be the last stand of <laughs> of this story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. Uh, I I love Sophie Turner, so it'll be cool to... Yep. Cool to see her do things that don't involve dragons and cold. <laughs> so, I mean, yes, but that'll come out on November second, also of twenty eighteen. Yes. So we'll get three X Men movies yeah. in twenty eighteen. So I'm very excited for all three of those. Yes. 
But, as you mentioned, there's a couple mystery dates. Mm-hmm. A couple more than I had, I guess, previously thought. But there is currently a February 14th, 2019 date. Yes. Speaking of Valentine's Day releases. Exactly. So, this article that we found uh, speculates as to a couple ideas as what could fill in. The first one, which I think is interesting, I'm not necessarily sure if it'll pan out because of all the other issues going on with it, Yeah, uh, is Gambit. Uh, Channing Tatum has been trying to make this movie for so long. He's, I guess, almost as invested in this movie as Ryan Reynolds was yep. to Deadpool. So, you know, hopefully we get to see this movie, mm-hmm. uh, especially with Channing Tatum, because I think he'd be a great Gambit. So. Yeah. They just gotta leak some footage accidentally <laughs> yeah. online, you know. Well, I think they need a director and writers before they can get to that point. <laughs> Details. You know what? Well, when that bridge comes, we'll cross it. So, yep. yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's move on so, to some more release dates. Uh, these are longer in the future, uh, which makes sense because these movies are going to be super duper long. Yes. Uh, and s- there will be several of them. Yes. Uh, to be specific, four more of this franchise. So, Avatar. Yes. It has its new sequel dates. The hit blockbuster from way back when, you know. Yeah. By the time... So the next Avatar movie, Avatar 2, will come Mm -hmm. out in December of 2020. Yes. Making it a mere 11 years since the first movie came out. Yes, well, if you think about it, they had to spend all this time just trying to come up with we'll follow the masterpiece <laughs> of the first one. And by masterpiece, I mean extremely long movie that I don't like and makes my head hurt. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah, I don't know. I have, I have a personal grudge against Avatar. Um, it was... When it was out, all of my friends were like overhyping it, saying it was the best movie ever, how it was like the greatest thing since Star Wars, and yeah, all this amazing thing all about this movie. So I went in with like super high expectations. But the thing that is very different than my super high expectations is my super low attention span. <laughs> and as this movie is close to three hours long, it yeah it was tough for me to get through um it definitely takes its time plot wise yes i i came up with a whole i guess term movie terminology Mm -hmm. um based around this movie uh, that i call the avatar effect it's whenever i have to check my phone or some clock while i am watching a movie because i feel like it's dragging and moving too slow and i want to see how much time is left until i could leave yeah called the avatar effect (laughs) the reason i called the avatar effect is because every half an hour throughout this movie i had to check (laughs) the first half an hour seemed like an hour the second half an hour seemed like another two hours and then there was still an hour and a half left of the movie yep you can see where i'm going with this yes we'll get ready for a lot of that so yeah 2020 2021 2024 and 2025 We'll all see December releases of Avatar movies. Yeah. So it's actually kind of interesting uh, thinking of it from a objective – as objective as I can get <laughs> perspective. Uh-huh. Um, I know James Cameron wanted to take his time uh, in development between the first one and all of the sequels because he wants to make sure he has the right story to yeah. follow up You know, the first one, which I get and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. These movies are 20, uh, 2020 and 2021, space yeah. one year apart. So I'm assuming they're going to shoot those movies back to back. I well, don't know if that was announced. Actually, I think it says in this article that they were going to film all four simultaneously. Then, uh, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, Cameron also revealed that he intends to film all four movies at the same time with that three-year gap presumably intended to give the planet's endangered CGI reserves the barest <laughs> chance to recover from his onslaught. <laughs> yep, that's that. Link will be in the show notes. Yeah, uh, check that out. That was a great AV Club article. Yes. Uh, 
Well done, William Hughes. Um, but yeah, it's all right. So at least in my head, they were going to, I guess, film the, I guess, two and three back mm-hmm. to back, release those, work on the next two movies, film those back to back, four or five. That's what I thought. But if you're gonna film all four of them in a row, I think they're giving us or giving themselves like a three year window just in case someone goes crazy, so that the proper time to send them to a mental hospital, <laughs> heal them, and then so they're ready to go for the next two. Yeah, makes so, sense. Good luck yeah. to them. I, it does make me assume that like Avatar two and three then will be more closely related, and then four and five will be yeah kind of together I, as well. You could kind of, at least in my mind, I'm kind of viewing this as like a trilogy. Yeah, like one, two, three, and four and five. Yeah, but then again, these might also be their own movie. I have no idea. It's yeah, we'll wait and see. It's. I am hopeful that these movies are good and that I will enjoy them because I say that about everything. However, eh. yeah, we don't have any plot details, but I am not particularly hopeful. Yes, hopefully there will be significantly less hair sex. Yes, <laughs> ten out of ones. ten would recommend. Yes. Um. So yeah, uh, that's coming out. Yep. Yeah. So. More release dates, <laughs> a lot more. Yes, and these are much better release yes. dates. Disney just released uh, or just announced a whole bunch of release dates for their upcoming movies. Yes. So starting with Frozen 2, uh, mm-hmm. will come out November of 2019. Yes, very exciting. A yeah. perfect winter release date for a perfect winter movie. Yep. And by perfect, I mean it just takes place in winter, so it makes sense. Yeah, so it's about cold, so make, winter make, winter make, makes sense. Yep. So yeah. Um, <laughs> also, Frozen, uh, the first one was released in November as well. So yeah, I figured, good idea to follow up. Mm-hmm. Next up, it's the king of all animal movies, or the the pride of <laughs> of, uh-huh. of, of Disney's. Uh, animated to live action reboots um let's see do you have anything no uh, <laughs> you're all on your own here i might be able to do something with hakuna matata but i'll just get get over it <laughs> um uh lion king announced their release date john uh favreau through twitter and also disney released that july 19th 2019 uh will be the debut of live action simba yeah um which is cool um i am really excited for this movie although i am a little bit worried because the animated version is amazing but Mm -hmm. after uh john favreau's work on the jungle book it's hard to go wrong not that it's hard to go it's pretty you know it it is it is tough it's a tough job for john favreau but after seeing jungle book i think if anyone can do it i think he is one of the few that can Mm -hmm. so hopefully i'm very excited for this movie i'm very hopeful that it'll do well we'll see yeah does this technically qualify as live action if there are no people in it uh does jungle book technically qualify as live action if there's only one person in it i mean there was a person in it at least who had to you know live act as if you know all the cgi stuff was there that is true that is very true but I, I got nothing. <laughs> I got okay. nothing. It's so maybe an existential question for another time. It's I, honestly, it doesn't matter. It's gonna look cool. I'm gonna watch it. So yeah. Um. But yeah. So let's skip ahead. November twenty fifth, twenty twenty, should will be the release date for Disney's Jack and the Beanstalk, uh, retelling called Gigantic. Yeah. Which I'm excited for. I'm uh, very excited for this one. Yes, it's the reteaming of Robert or Bobby Lopez and Kristen Anderson Lopez. Uh, they also did the music for Frozen, um, and my favorite two uh, musicals of all time: Avenue Q and Book of Mormon. Yep. So I'm just excited <laughs> for anything that they do. Also, they made the theme song for the Wonder Pets, which I think is like <laughs> top five in terms of kids uh, animated. It's also uh, top five on Errol's played list. Yes. 
It is. <laughs> it's a masterpiece. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Let's move quickly on then. Yes. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yes. Also gets a release date, uh, November 21st, 2018. A day after my birthday, which is very exciting because now I know for my birthday I can go to the movies and watch a one. Yeah. I mean, you could watch a movie any day. I mean, that's true. That's true, but I'm excited because this movie, although it comes out on November 21st, it's technically going to come out on the Thursday before, which is the 20th, which is my birthday, and I'm very excited. Good. I'm excited for you. Yeah. Um, After that, or technically before that, is a mystery movie. Yeah. A magical mystery movie. Um, (laughs) April 6, 2018, Magic Camp. Um, I don't really know that much about it. Uh, I hope it's like sky high, but like summer camp for magic. Sure. That's the best I got. I don't know, but I'm excited. So, So, same. Uh, It's like Camp Rock, but like with magic. (laughs) That's a different twist, but you know what? Still exciting nonetheless. Yep. And even before that one. Yes, we're going backwards now. Yep. We have Wrinkle in Time. Mm-hmm. We'll have a movie uh, released on March 9th, 2018. Yes, and this is the project that uh, is going to be directed by Ava DuVernay, uh, starring Oprah Winfrey, uh, Reese Witherspoon, Mindy Kaling, and a whole bunch of other people. Um, I'm excited for it. It's a book that my mom tried to get me to read so many <laughs> times as a kid, and I just could never get through the first couple chapters so i'm excited to finally get through it on screen <laughs> which is the right I mean, attitude to have about reading i read this book i remember enjoying it but mm-hmm. i could not tell you anything that happened in it because it was a very long time i remember ago. actually no i can't remember i was trying to think there was like some sort of toll booth but that might be a different book might be different. i have no idea i vaguely remember them using metaphors to describe what a wormhole is or in this case what a wrinkle in time is uh that's cool yeah well i'm uh, excited yeah (laughs) um yeah so then going back to moving forward uh once again we're great at this time thing on this episode yes if you need to learn about time this is the podcast (laughs) for you (laughs) it goes forwards it goes backwards you never know but we will tell you when we're doing what most likely hopefully yeah we'll try not to mess things up too much yes but so right now we're going to talk about the next indiana jones movie that is correct the indiana jones movie with its title untitled indiana jones (laughs) that's that's right that's what it's called i'm pretty sure that's what it's called (laughs) um so yeah that's uh july 10th 2020 i'm excited it has steven spielberg and harrison ford and it presumably will have a giant boulder. I don't know. I would hope so. I mean, it's Indiana Jones, you know. Yeah. Can't go wrong with giant rocks. Yeah. Or I Nazis, mean... really, either or. <laughs> or both. <laughs> you know, why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, that's coming. But there is one more movie coming out in 2019 that is very important. Very important. We've all been very excited for it. All the way back, I guess, two years, year and a half, since episode seven came out. Because before then, we had the prequels, and no one was looking forward to any more of these. Yep. If you haven't guessed, we're talking about Star Wars Episode Nine. Woo! Yay! Um, So yeah, they announced the release date, May 24th, 2019, for Episode Nine. I'm excited. This is the Colin Trevorrow-directed Star Wars movie. The interesting thing about this movie is that uh-huh. it has a May release date, a summer release date. Yeah. Compared to the other two episodes, December release dates, Christmas release dates. Mm-hmm. So, I, mean, I don't know if this is technically a risky move, but I think the Christmas spot, at least in my head, I thought they were going to just dominate that spot for, like, forever. Yeah. Up until... They run out of Star Wars ideas or, you know, they start making bad Star Wars movies. Never say such things. Well, I'm currently <laughs> knocking on lots mm-hmm. of various woods and 
wooden objects all around <laughs> as to not jinx it, but you know, yeah, we'll see. Um, so yeah, Star Wars Episode Nine. I believe it's pronounced Star Wars Episode X. Oh, X. Yeah, I mean it's I X. So. Okay, is that like X. a new creature? Oh, maybe X is like the new Jar Jar. Yeah. Yeah. Just I what we Jar-Jar. need more Jar Jar. Jar Jar is my favorite. I'm I'm one of the few people on the Jar Jar bandwagon. You mean you are the Jar Jar bandwagon? There's the- more than just me. The internet has proven that there's like at least five of us. <laughs> <laughs> They're all just you with different usernames. Well, you know what? I have to get some following going. Just me. <laughs> gonna jo- you know what? Mm-hmm. All right. So let's move on. No more release dates, but let's keep it with Star Wars. Yes. Episode 8, they dropped their teaser. And the internet lost its mind. Yes, its collective mind. And hopefully we can use the Force to put it back together. Hopefully. Hopefully. You know, when they announced the the title for this, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it was The Last Jedi. Mm -hmm. And the internet lost its collective mind thinking that this means that Luke was going to die. Yeah. Uh, And then they dropped the trailer and you've seen this, right? I'm not spoiling this for you. I have seen the trailer. Yes. Okay. I had to double check. Yeah, that is true. I I usually watch like the very first teaser teaser trailer if it's like more than a year till the release date. Well, actually, it's less than that. Yeah. If it's like more than a couple months till its release date, because usually the teaser doesn't release that much information about the movie unless it's Spider Man and they decide they hate me. So, yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, so this trailer was also. Errol approved, did not give up that that much information. Yeah. Uh, and it had BB-8, the greatest character in the franchise. Other than Jar Jar. No, I, I mean, I like Jar Jar, but he's like not... not He's not BB-8 level. Okay. Like, he's like number three. Yeah. But this BB-8 trailer, the uh, the main uh, hook of this trailer... Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the main hook of this trailer was... Uh, Luke Skywalker via voiceover yeah. saying, uh, you know, it's time for the Jedi to end, mm-hmm. which, you know, at least sounds like he's not the one who dies. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, of course means that there's going to be some changes in yes. the Star Wars universe. Yes, very much so. Yes. So what these changes are, I don't know. Um, but we're gonna find out. Exactly, it's very exciting. Uh, and guess what? BB-8 will be there because he's the best. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's cool. Um. Do you have any hot takes about this trailer? I have, the, I have the hottest of takes. The hottest of takes. Ooh. Yes, I stuck it in the oven before we started recording. Oh no! Is it burning? I hope is, not. Is this take currently burning? Well, now it is. Thanks. Okay. Well, you know what? Yeah. I'll blow on it. (laughs) (laughs) So what is your hot take? My hot take was that when I first watched this movie, and even when I rewatched it, when Mm -hmm. this may just be because it was from different parts of the movie, Mm -hmm. but when Luke says it's time for the Jedi to end, I didn't think that was Luke. It sounded like Kylo Ren, and they had pictures of Kylo Ren on the screen. I assumed it was not Luke, but oh. since well, I I pictured that as Luke, mm-hmm. and I pictured that as Luke coming to terms with everything that has happened. Uh-huh. Like he is, you know, he lived through the I forget exactly the name of the scenario, but when Kylo Ren decided to kill all of the Jedi, yeah, and I think that is something that's really hard for anyone uh, or any Jedi to go through. Mm-hmm. And after experiencing something like that, I could feel him want to just, let's get rid of all of these, yeah, you know, powerful, omnipotent beings. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if omnipotent is the right type of word. I'm going to be a little bit too, too godlike, but you know what I mean? Like, I think he wants to get rid of this whole Jedi Sith dynamic yeah yeah so we'll see i mean the movie's still a while away and i think the speculation is always fun to talk of course. about um 
However, I will not be participating in any of it, and I will be shutting myself in the bunker. So <laughs> the movie is as awesome as it can be when I watch it for the first time. So, yeah. I wish you luck. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need it. I'm going to need all of it. Yeah. But while we're talking about Star Wars, um, the record that Star Wars 7 set mm-hmm. uh, for the was it highest grossing uh, opening weekend was broken. Yes, Star Wars had the uh, highest uh, opening weekend release of all time international. So both mm. domestic box office and foreign. Uh huh. Made a lot of money. However, that record was broken. It was. I, I, I could say that it was fate that it was broken. <laughs> but then again, you might just get furious from me making such a terrible <laughs> pun. And, and that brings us to the point. The fate of the furious beat out Star Wars Episode Seven, yeah. The biggest opening weekend of all time. It made uh, $500 plus million. Yep. $532.5 million. Yeah, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of a lot of money. It's and a lot, a lot of money. I would like some of it, but I assume they're not giving it out. <laughs> that's fine. Just make more, you know, good movies, and then whatever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it made a lot. A hundred million domestic. Um. A hundred million plus domestic. Uh-huh. Uh I saw it. Uh, this past weekend. Um. Guess what? Really fun. Yeah. Um. I don't want to spoil it for you or anyone else that hasn't seen it yet. But there's one scene in the movie with Jason Statham, and it's possibly one of the best action scenes of all time. That's I'm great. not going to talk about it, and it's probably in terms of best action scenes, probably best for me. Uh-huh. Um, maybe not just best in general, but like it was. I just had so much fun with that movie, <laughs> uh, with you know a lot of the action and crazy stuff going on. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think the movie was a masterpiece. I I thought the dialogue in the beginning of the movie was definitely not great. Mm-hmm. It was too cheesy, whatever. But all of it was fun. It was yeah. just fun cars, explosion, yeah. spy, Charlie's Theron being <laughs> pretty and cool and yeah. everything stuff and... Everything had, you would want out of a movie like this. And it had The Rock, and The Rock's awesome. Yeah. And it had cool cars, and... <laughs> and The Rock. Pow. So, that pretty much sums up my description of the movie. It was, yeah. So I can see why it made a lot of mo- a lot of money, um, especially overseas, because all of those things translate really well, mm-hmm. um, you know, across the world, so... Yeah. Everyone can appreciate a good explosion. Good explosion. They can also appreciate The Rock and Jason Statham. I mean, so yeah. much so that they're getting their own spinoff movie. Hell yeah. Yes. So this is very exciting. Uh, they recently announced that The Rock and Jason Statham are going to get their own spinoff movie. Um, in, I guess, The Fate of the Furious, they had a lot of scenes together. Um, and their dynamic is just awesome. So Yeah. Yeah. So be sure to check that one out um so if they're going to be in a spin-off does that mean that they're not going to be in the main series anymore i don't know i haven't done nearly enough research as for this issue but i would assume that at least for the upcoming movies they would probably be in i guess the main franchise a little bit less (laughs) because they're doing their own thing and that makes sense especially because of the whole rock vin diesel feud yeah whether or not that's an actual thing but yeah, should be interesting. Um, very excited for that movie. Very excited for both The Rock and Jason Statham, possibly mm-hmm. my two favorite characters. Um, two of my three favorite characters. I'd also throw in uh, Tyrese Gibson, his character. Uh huh. He's just so fun. When I saw the movie, uh, I don't often see crowds like clap when things happen. Uh huh. But they clapped for like one of his, I guess, standout moments. <laughs> and it's like, you know what? That that makes sense. Yep, I, nice. I get that. Nice. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, Rock Jason Satan movie, really yep. cool. Speaking of really cool things, Jeff Goldblum is, is very cool. Very cool. One of the coolest. He yeah. will be rejoining the Jurassic World franchise or Jurassic Park, Park. 
World. You get it. Yes. Um, he's coming back for Jurassic World 2. Yes. Super exciting. Because um, he's the best. And also, dinosaurs are pretty cool too. And, and his character was great. Yes. Very much so. So, so yeah. I'm very awesome. excited for that. The most excited. Not the most not, excited. Not the most. Like, like third fourth maybe like on a scale from one to ten i give it like a 13 but like that's not that's not the most it's just very excited yeah so <laughs> i think you need to to readjust your scale is that not how scales work no <laughs> okay <laughs> um but yeah uh i'm very excited for jeff goldblum in this movie he's also going to be in thor the dark world but we've talked about that um in his involvement in the marvel cinematic universe um in a desperate effort to transition um <laughs> speaking of the marvel universe uh guardians of the galaxy which is coming out very soon um or the second one's coming out very soon uh, yep. they recently announced well semi-announced uh well actually james gunn announced yes that he will be back for guardians 3 which means there is a guardians 3 yeah <laughs> and that he's back to direct it so and write it this is very exciting i, I love james gunn he's one of my favorite directors yeah uh and I love Guardians of the Galaxy, and it should be awesome. So, yay! Agreed. I mean, obviously, we haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2 yet. But... Yes, but I am super-duper hopeful that it's amazing. Yeah. And we'll see. I mean, the trailers looked great, so I'm going to hope that the movie was also... Yeah, and the first trailer great. was great, and I haven't seen any more. Because um, <laughs> I have been trying really hard to avoid them. Um, funny enough, did not have a trailer before uh, Fate of the Furious, so I got to avoid it a little bit more, and I was yeah. very excited about that. It might be able to make it. <laughs> However, uh, they did show a uh, Spider-Man Homecoming trailer that gave away the other, uh, or the second third of the plot. The first trailer did yeah. give away. Um, and although I tried to cover my ears and look away, I still heard everything. And that's... Mm-hmm. Like... I don't want to spoil the movie for people who haven't seen the trailers, but literally in the first trailer, they show him barely holding together a ship. Yeah. And in this trailer, they show how he gets out of it and that Iron Man comes and saves his ass. Yeah. It's like, why even have it in the movie? You're going to show it in the... Okay. Because I figured that was supposed to be like the big moment like in Spider-Man 2, like where he stops the the train. Yeah. Like that was going to be like his big moment, you know, and then he needs help from yeah, Iron I mean, Man or whatever. I, but, like, you put him in the trailer. What's the point? I mean, my guess is that's, like, the end of, I guess, the, the first third. Yeah. And that's, like, his, like, involvement. That, that's, what I guess, where he forms this attachment or something like that to the Vulture. Yeah. Which is my guess. But also, it's, come on, guys. Don't, don't give away movies and trailers. Yeah. Also, how do you cut a ship half down the middle? Very carefully. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it didn't seem like he did it very carefully. It seemed kind of he was haphazardly yeah. chopping. Maybe it was just like a, a beam of energy. I don't know. What's Marvel? <laughs> There's yep. a blue beam going to the sky. Mm-hmm. We have to stop. Anyway, since we're talking about directors... Yes. In the Marvel Universe. I think this is even more important than Guardians 3 because this is brand new news. Yeah. Captain Marvel announced their new directors. And that's right. Directors, not just one. It's two. The movie's so good, they had two directors. That's right. Um, so they brought on Anna B- uh, Bowden and Ryan Fleck. Um, which, Ryan, you don't know very much about them. No. Nope. I also don't know that much, but I do know some of the projects they've worked on. Uh, some of those including uh, Half Nelson, uh, Mississippi Grind. Um, so really what sticks out for me is that these those movies that they've done are very character-driven. Yeah. And I think that actually works really well for Captain Marvel because they need a really character-driven I guess, story for this character. Yeah. And it should work. I mean, I think it'll be a different type of thing from the rest of the movies where they've had either like a sci-fi or horror twists or whatever yeah this one's going to be possibly more intimate 
which Marvel hasn't really done that much of. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. We'll see. It'll be um, good. I, I think Marvel would definitely benefit from a little variety. Yeah. Especially with all these superhero movies, people are starting to get a little bit of superhero fatigue. Yeah. I'm not. That's because <laughs> I, you know. I am live. five. Yes, I am five to eight, somewhere in that range. <laughs> um, Depends on the day. Yes. But, you know, it's. Yeah. I eat this stuff for breakfast sometimes if I'm having. Yeah. I'm not going to finish with that. I'm tired. Let's <laughs> just keep moving. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's stick with Marvel, um, but let's move to a smaller screen. Yeah. Uh, they dropped the new trailer for Cloak and Dagger. Yeah. Very exciting. Um, it's a new show. It's going to come to freeform. Um, we've already talked about the show in the past um, in regards to uh, well, when they announced the stars and all of that good stuff. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm really excited. I saw the trailer. Um didn't give away that much. No. Maybe a little bit too much from the first episode, but then there's also the rest of the season to look forward to. Yeah. We didn't see really any of their powers, so Mhm. It definitely seems like it'll be a, you know, a very character focused yeah, TV show and mm-hmm. you know, that'll be great. And I think also it'll be a little bit lighter, not that much lighter, but just like a little bit lighter than the Netflix shows. Mm. Like just a little bit. Like, I think the uh, Netflix no. shows are, like, R, or PG-16, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I feel like this show was, like, PG-14. I mean, yes. I have a feeling there'll be less blood, there'll be, the action will be less. I wouldn't worried. say it'll be lighter, though. It'll be, you know. That is fair. The, the cloak's in- power is based around darkness. So yeah, I mean the entire trailer takes place at nighttime. That's true. But I don't granted, remember seeing only, any day shots. That is only one. I assume they made the trailer based off of the first episode because they yeah. don't they don't show them. I guess they, we don't really get to know their their powers yet. Yeah, they it seems like they don't know their powers yet. Yeah, and either. I think this is more of a trailer for like the first episode than it is for the whole series. Because yeah. Once they get to the whole series, we'll get to see like cool stuff with like flying daggers and disappearing and transporting to different places. Yeah, all, all all their cool powers, but we'll see. And I'm excited, and it should be good. So, mm-hmm. agreed. But here's actually another TV show that will definitely be lighter. Yes. Uh, so for the new Warriors, they have announced all of Squirrel Girl's new friends. Uh, the other warriors the newest of warriors the cool kid club yes because that's the thing we're calling them now well obviously yes everyone calls it that cool kid club because yeah that works but joining doreen green they will have mr immortal whose superpower is he cannot die his alter ego craig hollis superpower not he can't die. Oh, sorry. I skipped. But you, skipped you skipped to the Night Thrasher. Yeah. Who's Dwayne Taylor. Uh, and his superpower is none. But he has a very successful YouTube page. So good for him. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. that He should be cool. Yep. Um, I don't know that much about any of these characters. Because um, they are smaller characters. But mm-hmm. I do love Squirrel Girl. But whatever. Next up, uh, Robbie Baldwin, a.k.a. Speedball. He can launch kinetic balls of energy instead of running really fast, as all of us would assume from his name, Speedball. You would think so. Yeah. But but you know what? I think that's fine because we have enough speedsters. We have, <laughs> we have all uh, 20 of them in the Flash plus both Quicksilvers. I yeah. think we're, we're good on fast people. Well, there's only one Quicksilver left. Sorry. Well, I both uh, – yeah, sh- shut up. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, then we have Microbe, who can talk to germs, which is, should be interesting. Yeah. That... It's not gross, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah. Also, Zach, uh, Zach Smith, uh, Microbe, uh, he is also a hypochondriac, so that's a, probably a cool di- dynamic. Yeah. Um, and then last but not least, Deborah Fields, also known as Debris who mm-hmm. is a low-level telekinetic and a trickster, yeah. which is cool. So, Like Gambit, but funnier, I'm assuming. 
Maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. Yep. Um, so, yeah, um, that's cool. I think that's that's a team that I think will actually work well with Squirrel Girl. Yeah. Um, not as powerful as some of the other, I guess, superheroes we've seen, which I think will work well on this, yeah. I guess, lower level. I assume that's that's kind of the point. Guess, team up. So uh, that works. I'm very I'm, – I'm excited. I, li- I like the squad. Yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting because the only frame of reference I have for – uh, the new warriors mm-hmm. and some of these characters is that little bit of the civil war comic mm-hmm. uh, where it's them kind of starting everything off in the beginning that makes civil war happen and so mm-hmm. this seems very different from that i'd be interested to see how yeah. it goes yeah I, we'll see um i don't know i mean my reference is I've read a lot of the Squirrel Girl stuff, mm-hmm. some of the more recent Squirrel Girl stuff. Um, it's a fun, it's a fun, you know. If you like, if you like superheroes and you like fun superheroes, yeah, funny comics, um, this is a good one to check out. Okay, um, I would definitely argue it's one of the funnier ones that Marvel has. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorites. So yeah, yeah, check it out. But you know, it, it's also interesting to see the team dynamic, and we don't. We've seen other team team dynamics uh, for superheroes, yeah. Uh, such as in Young Justice, the DC animated series, um, as well as Teen Titans, which they're also DC is making a live action series about those characters. And guess what, Ryan? What's that? They're going to launch them on their brand spanking new streaming service. Ooh. All DC all the time, which is the slogan I just made up for it. But um, you can have that one, yeah, Warner you, Brothers, you can, if you no, want it. Warner Brothers, take it. It's yours, by all means. <laughs> I, I will share with you guys as much as you want. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's cool. I mean, it, it's really interesting to see DC, I guess, join this world of streaming services. Because yeah. right now you have you know Netflix, Hulu, um, as I guess the main two, Amazon, Actually, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon are the main three. Yeah. Then, I guess, recently joining the party uh, is CBS All Access. Mm-hmm. They wanted to make their own new service where they could just stream their own shows. Yeah. Which is really interesting to see, I guess, that. Mm-hmm. I guess, play with, uh, play with Hulu. I haven't signed up for it yet, um, but that's because there hasn't been that many, I guess, shows tailored towards me. Yeah. I, you know... Was not a huge Good Wife fan, and I probably and we'll see depending on the reaction to the Star Trek show. Yeah, um, but that hasn't come out yet, so yeah, that'll be the know. first test for that'll for be the CBS. first test. If 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 people like it, then I might dip my toe into the CBS waters. Mm-hmm. But like going back to this, DC's making their own. Yeah, uh, starting with the live action Teen Titans and season three of Young Justice. Yeah, Young Justice. Great animated superhero show. Uh, all the characters are really fun, and just seeing them play off each other yeah. is great. Also, the Teen Titans show, I remember watching that as a kid. Uh, Fantastic. It's great. So it'll be cool to see them, uh, see, see their live-action version. Yeah. So all good, all exciting. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we'll see. I, I don't know how... How I guess they're gonna do it. What other material they're gonna bring other than just their their shows, which I assume they're gonna bring Supergirl and Arrow and the Flash. Yeah, and those Legends will make of their Tomorrow. Way uh, they'll probably bring I guess the old seasons of that to the service. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Probably the mm-hmm. movies too. The DC movies. Yeah. Um. Hopefully. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting. It will. Yeah. So. I don't know. I'm excited. I'll probably get it just because I enjoy superheroes and their audience, or they're probably their their core demographic is me. Uh, so <laughs> you're not wrong. Cool. Yeah, that, that should be very cool. Yeah. Uh, um, one other thing before we wrap up, mm-hmm. uh, I just wanted to give a shout out to Marvel's Agents of Shield Slingshot, which won a Webby. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah, just announced today. Uh, Any trying other? to figure out what the exact category was, but it doesn't seem to say in this article, for which is very unhelpful. Superhero short about fast people. 
Oh, you know what? That's another speedster I forgot. Yo-Yo? Yo-Yo. Yeah. yeah. It's for drama, long form, or series. Exclamation oh. mark. So, well, that is exciting. Congratulations to the whole crew who worked on that. Yeah. Good for you. Yep. So I think that, that about wraps it up. Sounds good to me. Sounds great to me. Um, shameless plug time. Uh, <laughs> I have been promising... Uh, more episodes of Onset with Errol Koenig, and guess what? I finally delivered. Yeah, it's uh, a good episode too. Brand new episode, episode sixteen. I have Danielle Hendricks, who is one of the managing editors at BET.com. Yeah. So she's the one that goes through, uh, I guess, all of the new stories and decides what they're going to write about, who writes about it, um, mm-hmm. and how they're going to write about it, what angles to take, um, how to cater to their to, uh, to their demographic. Um, yeah. So it's a, a really interesting conversation a conversation that we had um, all about uh, that and what she does and also how she got to uh, where she is yeah. um, at BET from being a lowly student at Johns Hopkins. So yeah, so yeah make sure to check that out. Um, but also, you should check more of our episodes out. All of our episodes are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and guess what? Yeah. Google Play. Did we get approved? We got approved. All right. This is very exciting. So pretty much anywhere you want a podcast, yep. you can get us, unless it's Stitcher, in which case you're out of luck. But <laughs> you know what? You still yep. got three other great options. Um, so, yeah. Yep. Also, update. It's no longer uh, iTunes. It's Apple Podcasts. That, that, fine. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> um, I yeah. So note that difference, and then just use the same app you've always been using. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so make sure to like, subscribe, um, review, review. Yes, reviews. Uh, I'm not mistaken. We did get a review. Did we really? I think we did. Oh. It's very oh a very important review. I would argue the most important of reviews. Did Did you do it? Uh, I will neither confirm nor deny <laughs> whether or not I gave the first review. However, I think we should talk about it. Not too shabby. I'd give six stars if I could. Five stars. Almost perfect if I could only listen to one podcast for the rest of my life. It probably wouldn't be this one, but it's in the top eight. Yes. Well well said, um, anonymous reviewer yes whoever this random person may be mm-hmm. well said you know what reason why it probably wasn't this one is because it's probably on set with errol koenig another excellent podcast yeah <laughs> where you can also like subscribe and review on itunes or apple Podcasts, yeah soundcloud uh and google play um uh, for both one both that one and this one caught monologuing um so yeah also right. wait facebook and twitter Yes. Follow like our something. Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter. Follow Ryan. We don't need to go into that anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, so thank you so much for listening. Um, yeah. Bye. And we're back. Yes, to talk about one of the most important movies of this century, Sharkboy and Lava Girl, or it's The Adventures of Sharkboy and Lava Girl. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't get the title really correct. Actually, I have missed... All right, so if we want to get it absolutely correct. Which we do. We do. We are premier journalism here. It is the actual title, The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl in 3D. That Ooh. is the full title. Is it in 3D in colon? Is that colon no. in 3D? No, oh. it's just included. <laughs> it's just the title. It's amazing. Um, wow. Yeah, so uh, I watched all this movie. Ryan went to go study halfway through. Um <laughs> But we have more than enough to talk about uh, for this uh, Robert Rodriguez film, uh, which I'm really excited about, um, or that I've been really excited about since I was 10. Um, One of the classics uh, from my childhood. Of course. It's right up there with the Spy Kids. Yeah, I mean, made by the same same person. You know, Robert Rodriguez, you know, he knows how to make great movies for 10-year-olds. So, which we happened to be at the time. So. Yes, and I currently am now. So, win-win, <laughs> all, all around the board. Um, so yeah, just a little bit of information about this movie that I actually found pretty cool. Uh, this movie is written, directed, and pretty much everything by Robert Rodriguez. Uh huh. Um, but story is not by Robert Rodriguez; it's by Racer Rodriguez. 
Huh. Also known as his son. No way. Yeah, so pretty, I assume, you know, Racer's, you know, told his dad the story about these two superheroes and you wanted to make it into a movie. Yeah. You know, Robert Rodriguez already had some, you know, some credit to his name and he wanted to go ahead and make the movie. And why not? He did. And I think the world is better for it. Agreed. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just love this movie. It's just so great. Uh, a young Taylor Lautner swimming through <laughs> the, the dream world. Uh, a George Lopez there. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Uh, yes, he gives a performance... An almost indescribable performance. He plays four different characters. He plays uh, Mr. Electricidad, the teacher, Uh which is a fantastic name. Of course. But in the dream world, he plays Mr. Electric, the bad guy. Um, But he also plays Tobor. Does he really? Who is the robot. Huh. Um, Which, I don't know if I should feel stupid about this. Uh Probably should. Tobor is robot spelled backwards. Oh my god. I know, right? I know, right? Given everything else about this movie, we really should have realized that. That's something that, yeah, it's... I mean, I'm glad I picked up on it this time, but like, it was like almost through the entire movie. It was the one scene at the end of the movie when they were rebuilding the robot. Uh-huh. Like, oh look, it's Tobor! Wait a minute. <laughs> Tobor's a weird name for a robot. Who names their robot Tobor? Wait, No. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, that's... But, yeah, that's also voiced by George Lopez, who also voiced the Ice Guardian, who was the parent to the Ice Princess. And, but that's yeah. insignificant details. I don't know. I love this movie. It's just so ridiculous <laughs> and fun. It, it feels like a 10-year-old wrote it. Yeah. But, like, in the best possible way. Oh, yeah. It's chocked full of stupid puns and just mm-hmm. ridiculous plot and yeah it's it is pretty great um i mean on ron tomatoes it has 20 sacrilege yeah um but i can kind of see where they're coming from in the fact that it was written by a 10 year old i'm assuming racer was 10. he was young at the time uh-huh. doesn't matter but you know it's I could see why this movie wasn't the most, you know. I can see why the critics didn't like it, at least. Yes, it's not a critical darling. It was a my childhood darling. Exactly. It was. I I loved it so good, so fun. Um, but as as about twelve years has gone by since the making of this movie, I got thinking. Uh huh. Should they do a reboot, or a sequel, or a spinoff? I mean, I am fully on board with the reboot. I think mm-hmm. it's the way to go because watching this, you know, the thing that mm-hmm. was really sticking out to me was just the, the CGI was so it was like excellent, bad. <laughs> it's like bad early two thousands. So I'd argue it's like like the bad early 2000s but like also in the best possible way. I mean, yes. Like if you're if you're watching it for like just crazy r- ridiculous you know splash effects of like this multicolored ooze <laughs> that like is supposed to be like going up like water but just kind of floating in air. Yeah. It's I love it. It's so good. I mean, it fit with how ridiculous the movie was. Yeah. But seeing it now and comparing it to all the other cgi fair. we see now it's very fair you know you can get that ridiculous effect without hurting my <laughs> eyes quite as much yeah no 100 percent. so i agree that if they wanted to do a reboot it's doable it's you know low-hanging fruit i'm sure there'll be plenty of nostalgia for it yeah um but you know because i was bored i decided to think of how could we continue the story uh-huh. you know this 10 years or 12 years down the road all these characters are now you know in their 20s uh-huh and you know just curious what's up with them now how could we i guess go back into the world if you don't remember the end of the movie because you did leave you know 
halfway through. Yeah. What ends up happening is Lava Girl uh, goes to rule the volcanoes on Earth. Of course. And uh, Shark Boy is, you know. King of the ocean. Exactly. Uh, and goes to find his dad. Mm-hmm. So, there's a couple ways we can go with uh-huh. this continuation. One, we can probably get all the cast back together. They're all still acting? Yeah, More or take. less. More <laughs> or less, yeah. Um, I actually did a little bit of research because, you know, I got time. Um, sorry, finals. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Taylor Lautner, obviously he's still acting. Uh-huh. Um, although not in that many big roles recently since the Twilight series has faded away. But still, he's... He's still there. People he, he's, recognize he's him. Stuff. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's in a Netflix show, I think. Okay. He's, he's, he's been in one of those recently, so that's... That's what he's up to. George Lopez, I'm sure he could use the work. Um, <laughs> uh, but they can also get a, a Lava Girl, who has acted as recently as uh, last year, 2016. Uh-huh. Um, so potentially we, they could get her back in the fold. So I don't know if she's still acting. Um, and then also uh, Linus, or Minus, depending on <laughs> which version <laughs> of the character. He, is, uh, he has stopped acting. But, but he is now singing, and he has a whole Ooh. YouTube page with a whole bunch of songs. Uh, <laughs> you should definitely check that out. Yes, um, if you have time. Um, but yeah, they're all around. I guess the main, the main kids and George Lopez. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to bring those guys back, I think maybe a potential good story that you could do is that Taylor Lautner finally finds his father. Yes, but. Uh-huh. When he does, it causes he needs to you know causes some disaster and he needs to go save the world. Uh-huh. So he needs to reteam up with uh, Lava Girl, uh, who he has been semi separated from, uh, you know, since she's been up in in the yeah. volcanoes and yeah. whatnot. And he is uh, and uh, Max is uh, back living his life, uh-huh. and he has to be brought back to help with this crazy scenario. And he's now a jaded adult, Max. Yeah. Uh, and he, you know, has lost touch with his, you know, dream powers. Yeah. Or his powers, his dream boy or whatever it was. The daydreamer? Daydreamer, yes. yes. That's what it was. Um, Come on, man. So good. So good. <laughs> um, so he's now a jaded adult that, you know, he he's lost touch with these powers. But now he has Shark Boy and Lava Girl who need him to help yeah. save the world. Now, where they go with it, I have no idea. It's you can go a million directions. Are you going to try to make this like a an edgy teen movie, like like I guess in the vein of the more recent Power Rangers movie, which not a bad move because I yeah. like the most recent Power Rangers movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was very entertaining. If you want to do something like that, if you want to keep it, I guess for kids, maybe have uh, Max have kids of his own. Yeah, maybe have instead of having Shark Boy and Lava Girl being separated, they could be together and maybe they could have kids of their own. Um, mm-hmm. And they have to help, or whatever. If you want to make it a more kid-centric story, um, but yeah, so I don't know. It's you. There's so many different options that I could see if they want to continue with these characters and these stories. They could, yeah. Um, and of course, you have to keep George Lopez. Of uh, course, he is vital to. He this is whole vital. Thing. Granted, I don't know what he, it might just be like a little cameo, but just to have him for just a couple electricity-based puns. I think they would really I mean... charge up that sequel. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. You also have you also mentioned uh, spinoffs. Yeah. Do you have something in mind? I mean, it's if you wanted to just do like a Shark Boy searching for his dad spinoff, or if you wanted to do a Linus slash minus. Um, now him coming into his own because at the end of the movie, he kind of turns nice and he creates like a. I guess. In his in his book, he starts drawing like a superhero, but like a nice superhero. Yeah. Um. So maybe like we could explore that. Uh-huh. Um. You know, obviously you can explore Lava Girl because she doesn't know much about her backstory. So there's so much that you know world building you can do with that. That's true. Um. And yeah, I don't know. There's places to take it. Um, <laughs> adventures with Tobor. Um. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, so I guess I don't know. It's so many ridiculous ideas yeah. and so many possibilities. It's yeah. 
I think if they do do a sequel mm-hmm. and it's you know got the like like Max's kids or Shark Boys and Lava Girls kids in it, you got you got to have Tobor in there too. Yeah, and you know that'd be a really good way to to tie it back together. Yeah, if like Shark Boy and Lava Girl are incapacitated in some sorts, uh huh, could be it could be like a Spy Kids, but but with you know Shark Boy and Lava Girl, but like with superpowers and yeah, you know. Better, it's not fun. better than Spy Kids. Better than the I more, mean, of course, better than the Joel McHale Je- uh, Jessica Alba Spy Kids. <laughs> I'll just actually, I haven't seen that Spy Kids is probably really great, but Errol's getting all his feelings out in this podcast. It, I'm not all my feelings, just some of my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to the rest later. But one last thing uh, before we close out. Um, I, when I was doing some research about Sharkboy and Lava Girl, mm-hmm. I stumbled upon the Adventures of Sharkboy and Lava Girl wiki. Of course. Now, this movie is over 10 years old. Yeah, I can imagine that there has been some... There has been some dust that has been left <laughs> unsettled that someone might have, might have come and swept up a bit. Uh-huh. Um, so, Ryan, I've already looked at this link. I think it's amazing. Ryan, I want you to check it out and All right. tell everyone what the wiki page for Mr. Electric is. It's, it's right. amazing. Willis Jeep redirected for Mr. Electric. Keep scrolling. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> Michael Richard Mike Pence. Born June 7, 1959, is an American political lawyer, <laughs> politician lawyer, and the 48th Vice President of the United States. Mm-hmm. Yep. Powers. Zap the gaze away. <laughs> Vice President. Trump's favorite man. No homo. Isn't that amazing? This is beautiful. Oh, it's so good. So good. <laughs> <laughs> I just appreciate this picture too. Yeah, it's this ridiculous picture of Mike Pence with his his head's a cone and his face is all smushed and he's shooting electricity from his finger. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yep. Yep. Um So yeah, that's we'll definitely include a link to that if you want to check it out. <laughs> it's so great. I just appreciate that all the comments at the end of this are just it is perfection. Or if perfection could be made into an image, this is it. This yeah. has changed me. This is totally 100% true. This it really is amazing. Um, I will, I mean, we're going to include a link to this one page. Uh, however, I will throw a word of caution uh, to younger viewers as this page has gotten out of hand. Yes. Uh, <laughs> there are plenty of curse words and inappropriateness to be found throughout this wiki. Um it's hilarious. Um, this is really the funniest page, especially because I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> it's so good. Um, but yeah, so check that out if you want to, if you if you dare explore the wiki. Um, Enter at your own risk. Yeah, but also, more importantly, watch Sharkboy and Lava Girl, or The yes. Adventures of Sharkboy and Lava Girl. In, in 3D. In 3D, or if you can't watch it in 3D, just on HBO is fine. Yeah. Uh, it's just as great either way 10 out of 10 would recommend yes it's so good just the the idiot eight-year-old inside me (laughs) really loves this movie and it's so good okay so let's end this podcast for the second time all right um but before we do that uh, a word from our sponsor, and by our sponsor, I mean my other podcast, Onset with Errol Koenig. <laughs> um, most recent episode uh, is, as I already mentioned, is with Danielle Hendricks, who works at BET, uh, who does or BET.com manages all of their art, uh, articles and videos that go up on their website. Really cool. We have another one coming up. If you're a fan of Refinery29, we have a uh, online personality slash you know, social media influencer slash video producer slash a lot of stuff um <laughs> so make sure to check that out that one's coming very soon um yeah like subscribe itunes soundcloud google play yeah um yeah but more importantly or just as importantly make sure to 
like and subscribe and all of that stuff to cop monologuing. Bye. Well, before we do that, we have, oh no, we have more stuff to do. We have to tell them to follow. Oh us yes, on Twitter and like our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. I had one other thing that I wanted to tell people to do. Oh, that's right. I wanted to remind you about our reviews that we will read if you post a review. Um, we will say it into the podcast for everyone to hear. So make sure you show our support and we will show some love back to you. Yep. Um, yeah. So make sure you leave a review five stars or better um, or worse if it's solely about Ryan. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, leave a review, like, comment, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Um, thanks for listening. Yep. Bye. Bye.